Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Curious Conversations. Welcome back to another episode. So the episode this week is a little bit delayed. We have had a busy week. We are sorry about that, but we are delivering and giving you an episode. And not only deli- like we are, we're delivering. This is called Curious Conversations and this is probably our most curious conversation we've ever had. I actually think it is. We had... So if anyone listens to this podcast, I talk about Sophia and Vultari a lot and Vultari is the perfume that I have and Sophia is one of a dear dear friend and we had her at my, I was going to say bridal shower, my baby shower and she was talking to a lot of the girls about doing a 21-day fast. Had no idea. Obviously, we got curious and it's the last thing that we thought would come to my out of her mouth, Mm -hmm. I should say, is that I'm doing a 21-day fast to be close to God. I was like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. So interesting. And a lot of our girlfriends were like, oh, I find her. Like, she's so outgoing and she's like the life of the party. She's hilarious. And they were like, I find this so interesting. So Sarah was having a chat to her and be like, I think you need to come on the podcast and talk about this. Because I found it interesting. Yeah. It's something that's so out of my world that I was like, I want to learn more about Mm -hmm. it. So we sat down and it just got even better. Yeah. Because, hello, I don't want to spoil it too much, but Sophia used to be a Muslim. So yeah. she used to be a Muslim. Now she's a Christ, Christian. We had her pastor, Sonia, on with us and we were just really bloody curious about her story, what, where she is now, why she found God, like yeah. what, like, what, what, are, what are their beliefs, death, reincarnation. We, we asked the questions. Yeah. And if you're listening and you're like, ugh, like I don't believe in God or whatever. To be completely honest with you, I'm not sure if I believe in God. I believe that there is something out there and there is a God as such, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually God and Jesus. I'm not sure, but I find it really curious and interesting. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you know Sarah and I are huge on manifestation, universe, good vibrations, good vibes. Frequency. Frequencies. There was a lot that they were talking about and I was like, oh my God, I can relate to that because I – no things happen for a reason. I ask for things to happen and they come true, but we're just talking to a different... The way they interpret it and you interpret it is different. But it's the same, yep. if that makes sense. So I found it so interesting. And if you're like, oh, I'm going to skip this episode for this week because I don't believe in God, please don't, because there are so many lessons in this episode that I've personally taken from it. Mm. And I'm even more curious. And I do think there is a part in there that I was like, when you asked, are you petrified of death? I'm honestly, hand on heart, petrified of death. But the way that Pastor Sonia was explaining that if you believe in something or… The, let's not spoil okay, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't, but it just made me feel a lot less comfortable with death. 
it's a really great curious chat and who knows, you might learn something, you might not, but you're like, you know what, if you walk away and say that wasn't interesting, you're lying. Yeah, please come at us because, yeah, you're definitely lying. Anyway, we hope you have a beautiful week and we'll see you next week. Uh, okay, Sophia, how are you? I'm good. How are you I'm guys? good. I'm good. Can you just, we're going to start with you, I mm-hmm. feel like, at the moment, but do you want to introduce your lovely guest who is sitting next to you? Yes, please. So this is my pastor, Sonia. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, she is my spirit mother. That's what I call it because she helps me on the way of, yes, yeah, spiritually, obviously, also private. But yeah, she is, yeah, my leading pastor to myself from church. Love that. So we've obviously got Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, Tully. So we've got two guests. We wanted Sophia on because Sophia came to my baby shower. I should probably do a little bit of a background Mm -hmm. in regards to us. So if anyone listens to the podcast, you guys will know that I've got a perfume called Omar Times Votari, which Sophia is the owner of Votari Perfume. So (laughs) that's how I kind of met you through like business space and stuff like that and we've become quite close and you came to my baby shower last week and we found it so fascinating you just telling us what's currently going on in your life at the moment and stuff like that Sarah what did you someone came up to me at the end and said Sophia is the lovely loveliest lady and I was like I haven't had the chance to chat to her yet and they're like she's doing a 21 day fast and I was like what why? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is so interesting. And then we sat down and started having a chat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, don't tell me. Come on the podcast and tell me about the fast. Tell me about why. Why? And here we are. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to Curious Conversations. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, a lot of the girls were like, she's so interesting. It was so interesting hearing about this. So, do you want to just give us a little background of? how you discovered the fast and why? Yes. So it wasn't specifically the fast. So I discovered for myself, I found Jesus in 2019. And I got baptized a bit more than a year ago, which I feel like everything changed after that, just spiritually, just that connection and that relationship with God. Everything was so different. And obviously being in my church, which is Freedom Center, Mm -hmm. and they do a fast. Well, that's my first fast. They do, I think, every year, um, Feb, a 21-day fast, Mm. where you kind of deprive your body from food so you can connect to the spiritual world more, as in hearing from God, connecting to God and hearing His voice, the Holy Spirit. So this is the reason why I started. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this because I really want to hear from God and mm-hmm. I want to know what's the next step. And because everything since I got baptized, everything changed. Some people say it's manifestation as in, you know, law of attraction or universe, whatnot. For me, it's God. Mm-hmm. And everything changed, business related, meeting the people and everything kind of falls into place and you don't have to do nothing but ask. I was like, God, this is this seems like, Magic is not the right word, but in my worldly words, it's like, wow, it's like, what's going on? Yes, you don't do nothing. You just, correct, you pray, you surrender, you ask, and it's happening. And the fasting step was for me, how much more can this go even further? How crazy can this go? Such as you just sit there and you think of something and it just happens. Mm -hmm. Like, never know. It was just a curiosity of… Where can this take me of hearing from God, being so tuned and aligned with, you know, with God's presence, His voice and the Holy Spirit, that it's just that supernatural, you know, where you Mm -hmm. do the natural and the super needs to happen. 
and for me, the past thing was, okay, I need, I need God to move in my life. I need so many things to happen and I want to have it so fast. Not saying it's obviously abracadabra mm. and straight away everything is going to be. But it's just that feeling of, oh, I'm doing something they were doing back then. Mm-hmm. Jesus was doing this himself. And yeah. all those things. And because I'm still so fresh and learning. And it was so amazing when you guys said you guys want to hear about it. Because I'm like, God, what am I going to talk about? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like God, I don't know myself. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, okay, they're going to contact me soon. God, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Pastor Sonia. Because yeah. whatever I want to know something or I need something… Mm. She's the first person because mm-hmm. she, this woman literally knows, well, everything that I want to know. <laughs> no, everything that I want to know, she does know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get Pastor Sonia on board yeah. because yeah. I can share my experience, but she has the knowledge, yeah. which I don't know as much because it's my first time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is so cool. I feel like before, oh no, sorry. I was going to say also because English is your second language. Correct. Yes, it yeah. makes it harder because I learn in German. Yeah. So it makes it harder… I want everyone to obviously also understand and Mm -hmm. be like, oh, this is what it's about. And I'm like, it's curious conversations, but they're going to probably like, what? We're curious. (laughs) But before we we speak to Sonia Mm -hmm. about kind of getting into it, I just want to know, like, you obviously grew up in Germany. Correct. And then you came to Australia. Yes. You weren't religious at all. I was. I was Muslim. I grew up in a Muslim household. I do. I was, yeah. Wait, so how – okay, that's even more interesting to me. Mm. So how – because you're – German, Turkish. And Italian, yes. And Italian. Yeah. Well, there you go. Another Italian. Um, yes. But so how – is that a conflict? No. It's not. Okay. Oh, well, it was if I was back at home. Okay. But because okay. I came to Australia and there was a point where I got really, I would say, depressed because I remember me going to the doctors and telling them how I feel and they wanting to put me on tablets. And I was just at a point in my life where I'm like, this is not work. Nothing is working. Why are we here? Mm. Yeah, okay. And that got really bad with, why are we here? If we're going to die anyways, what's that whole thing for? Yeah. Yes, you have happy days, you have sad days. But then I had more sad days, which I'm like, why am I even dragging myself through this? Not having suicidal thoughts, mm. but just so curious of, there must be a reason why we're here. Mm -hmm. We can't be just here just to be here. And I don't like to live shallow. Mm -hmm. There's always everything a bit deeper to everything. Mm. And I was like, okay, we have party, we have fun, we go out, we drink, boyfriends, girlfriends. And then what? What's your Mm. purpose? Is that what you mean? Yes. But also even job. Like you have a job, but then I see it even now. You want to reach something. Once you reach it, you're off to the next, off to the next. Yes. You're never content because there's always more. And yeah. it brings you at some point again back to, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm chasing. I'm running. I never can enjoy. I'm going to say I'm enjoy. That's how I found Jesus. And the first time I had a conversation again with one of my friends from back at home. And we had a deal back then. She's not going to talk to me about Jesus. I'm not going to talk to her about Muhammad because she's Christian. I'm Muslim. We respect each other. We love each other. But I was also really aggressive back then. Mm. So if someone says anything about my religion or the way we do things, I don't know. It was just something that was switching in my brain. I have to protect my religion and I was just go, go, go. Mm -hmm. That was the first time again where she's like, hey, Soph, I think what you're doing is not working for whatever reason. Your God is not answering your prayers. You don't feel like you have a relationship with the way you're doing things. Did you want me to send the Bible? Oh, wow. And yes. this was when you were current, you were Muslim. Muslim. Correct. Oh, That wow. was in 2017 oh. when, I, when I was really bad because my relationship was going bad. 
because I was so bad that Patty needed to be everything for me. Uh-huh. Mom, dad, therapist, literally everything. And he was kind of a bit drained as well, which mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to change that, but I also can't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Just send it. I'm like, I don't have to read it, but mm-hmm. just send it mm-hmm. because I need something in life to hold on to. And I know there's more. So maybe, who knows? And my thought was, oh, well, no one knows that I'm going to get the Bible. So I don't really feel as bad like I feel guilty but I don't have to at least explain myself to other people mm. such as my family or whatnot as in what are you doing did you lose it mm-hmm. how do your family are your family still Muslim yes how so my they- brother stopped talking to me for a year wow yeah he was like you're the shame of the family oh my god yeah like really bad really bad because that was probably the worst that I could do I was always doing things they didn't like mm. like wearing a skirt that's a bit too short mm. and people talk about it whatnot just cultural and everything but this was probably the tipping point because yeah it was like what do you mean like mm. it's not you anymore you changed so much yeah. and now you live in your religion which is what we believe to be the only truth. There's mm-hmm. like nothing else to it. How much of a practicing Muslim were you? Were you yes, a lot. every day praying the um when I was married, yes. So I used to be married. I married with 18 and he was Muslim. Okay. So when I was married, yes, and I had a scarf as well. Wow. Like I was, yeah. And I was teaching in the mosque. I was teaching the Quran. I grew up, I grew up, so my grandma teach me obviously everything. And I was sleeping always on the weekends in the mosque. So you learn, obviously, growing up, and then you teach the little kids. Is and that even a school holidays. practicing thing that you sleep in the mosque on weekends? You stay there, yeah, with all together, and you have studies. You all sleep there, all, as in all all my age. Yeah, yeah, And then right. you have the teachers, yeah. Oh. It was fun because you didn't know nothing else. Yeah. yeah. But then school holidays, it's like a program where you um, – it's like a program where you go in – sorry, I just want to make sure, okay, it's silent. I'm like, oh, oh. Where you go in and – how you call it in English? You know, like, where do parents send their kids when it's camp. school? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. camp. And yeah. you have a camp at the mosque and you learn deeper because then you have to also learn memorizing the Quran. With, like, you memorize it, you read it, and then you have to learn to memorize it so you can just pray it without actually reading from the Quran, which we say it's more, oh, save up, what is it? More good points in God's eyes if you do those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And that led me to teaching other kids. So I was teaching oh, the ones wow. that were younger than me, which starts with the little book called Juice. I don't know in English what they would yeah. say. You start with the alphabets and everything. So, yeah, I was pretty, yeah. Wow, that's so Pretty advanced, I would say. Yeah. Are there similarities between the Christianity and Muslim? Yeah. Faith? Yeah, I Question. think that the book is – I think that the that's me, mm. not um, – being like, you know, if anyone listens is Muslim, I love everyone. Yep. Yeah. I think that the Quran is obviously my view because knowing both, most of them is copied from the Bible because the Bible was obviously there before the oh, Quran. It's like the original. Mm. Yeah. Correct. So Torah and then Bible. Yeah, Pastor Sonia, Torah, Bible. Oh, they're pretty different. Okay, yeah, yeah. but like first but, Torah and oh, then, yes. 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 Correct. And then Quran, what, 600 mm-hmm. years later or something. Okay. So you can see so many things that are similar, but then it divides. Yeah. With the two brothers. Because so, yeah. in the Quran, in they live by five pillars or seven pillars, is it? What is pillars again? Like, is the, pillars? like the commandments, Points. like the Ten Commandments. In No, we so, have ten as well. Oh. Look, that's the funny thing. That's actually so funny that yeah. we talk yeah. about it because – Oh, thank you, Jesus. Sorry, I have to quickly yeah. say thank yeah. you. I, I talk about my old past – being like, was that actually me? You know when you forget and yeah. it just seems like a 
foggy memory. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know how it happened because I've been only, what, 23 years, 24 years I have been Muslim since I know myself. Mm, and yeah. the past um, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, past six, seven, seven years, years six, yeah. seven years, Christianity. And it just feels like a so distant memory. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it was never the truth to me. Wow. Yeah. It was never, yeah. Well, it's kind of like when parents, not parents force you to do something when you're younger, mm-hmm. but they tell you what to do. And mm-hmm. then you, when you start to grow up and question, well, I actually even like playing yeah, the piano. Or, yeah. Do I like yes. it? And it's like, I, or was this just mm-hmm. forced on to me? Yeah. 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 You're yeah. right. Yeah. It was it was forced on, but mm. it was also n- nothing else that I knew uh-huh. because everyone was doing it. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is just what we do and this is how it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Was I happy with it myself? No. Did I think back then it was related to obviously culture, the way we grew up, all the traumas and then religion included? Uh-huh. Probably because mm. I was always like, oh, I have to now take my makeup off. 12 o'clock, I have to take my makeup off. I have to do the washing that you have to do before you pray. After you're done straight away, put your makeup on because then you keep going on, yeah. Can you explain that to, like, so I'd say a lot of um, our listeners probably Mm -hmm. aren't Muslim and Mm -hmm. wouldn't know the practices of what you were just saying, like. Yeah, you can't have, so you can't have nails or anything on your nails because the water has to touch your nails, otherwise Mm -hmm. you're not clean. Mm -hmm. You can't be in your period and all that stuff, obviously, because it doesn't work either. And then the the washing, I don't know how it's called in English. I'm going to say the washing. The washing takes about five to ten minutes where you pray while you're washing yourself and there's a certain way of washing so you are clean and ready to pray. Ah, so cleansing. A cleansing correct, cleansing, yeah. correct. It's a whole procedure which means you can't have no makeup on. And I learned, so I was probably, the way I learned it, it was more of an extremer version which mm. is I have to go also through each hole. Because each hole needs to get watered. Everything Ah. that's touching your body. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's you have to do five times a day. You can't really delay your prayer times because it's not as good points as it should be, which Mm -hmm. is called sevap. Again, I just say in English good points because I don't know the word. So it's like I always lived with that pressure and anxiety of, okay, I'm not going to do good enough. Am I even going to go to heaven? I'm probably going to be in hell. What else am I going to do to have good points? Because you're kind of delaying. And then if you can't pray the whole day because you're working Mm. and you can't just go and take your makeup off all the time, Mm. especially if you work, let's say, sales, what are you going to say? Like, it would be possible, but again, it's another pressure because everything is evolved around those prayer times. And if you don't pray the whole day and you do it all at evening, then you have to do more prayers on top of it to say sorry to God that you delayed them all five. Mm. Like it's like, yeah, it just wasn't, yes. And I think because me being aware of it and never being in tune of it and then feeling so down as in I do everything that I possibly should do Mm -hmm. and you're still not helping me. You're still not hearing my prayers. It was like, yeah. So when you came to Australia, were you still practicing? No, because I was kind of be like, I'm done with everything. Yes, I'm still Muslim. Correct. I'm like, I'm just going to live like the most people I know. They just say I'm Muslim and that's it. Okay, so when? I was going to say, was your wedding arranged? No, no. I chose. But it was, I chose as in, he wasn't allowed to move in together before we marry because he was Muslim as well. Because mm-hmm. what is the society going to say? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, let's just get married. Okay. It wasn't like we married because we thought about it. It was just like, oh, let's just tick it off so he can move in. Move in. And yeah. life kind of goes on. 
because I met him when I was 15 and then I married him with 18. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So going back, so when you came to Australia, mm-hmm. you weren't a practicing Muslim. You got sent the Bible. Mm-hmm. What happened after you got sent the Bible? Did you read it straight away? Like what happened? That was so funny because before I received the Bible, I was thinking to myself, I was praying to God, but I was just praying to God. Nothing else. None, no prophet. It has nothing to do mm-hmm. with any religion. It's just me and God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I knew the Bible is coming and I had a little bit of guilt, obviously, growing up Muslim. You should feel guilty. It's the Bible. You shouldn't mm-hmm. read it. It's not your book. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, okay, God, doesn't matter which book. We're all the same. I was just trying to nourish myself and just keep myself positive and being like, we're all created by the same God. Mm-hmm. Let's just leave, leave everything aside with dividing who is this, who is that. And then I'm obviously counting the days and the day arrived, the Bible is coming. I know because I was tracking it. And when the door rang, I knew it's the postman. Isn't that funny how mm. excited you were? Like I was because I need, I need something to get me going in yeah. life because I'm, I need Lost. a reason. Correct. Yeah. So the Bible came. I took it on. I straight away went to Patty's room. We were both living at Patty's parents back then for six months. And that was in the time period. So I went into the room and I unpacked the Bible. And I had the Bible. And I feel like I haven't done nothing wrong if I don't opening it. Yeah. So I, it's still like in my hand and it looks pretty. And I'm like, it's so funny that I'm holding this Bible because I would have never thought. Like I would have been probably the last person that you could speak about Jesus at all. Like mm. don't even start me mm. or the book or anything. I was praying to God being, ah, and funny thing is, so Patty bought me. Who's Patty? Patty is my partner. Sorry. Yeah. Patty is my fiance. Soon to be husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patty brought me six months prior. I, it was my birthday, and he's like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "You choose." Okay. He's like, "Nah, let's go to the shops." So we went out, and funny enough, there was a jeweler. And since I believe in God, I don't think anything happens just because. There's yeah. always a reason. Agree. There was a jeweler, and this specific jeweler in Australia was stocking Thomas Sabo, which is German. What is uh-huh. it? It's a brand. It's a Thomas brand. Okay, Sabo. Okay, okay. Jewelry brand. Yeah. And I was like, and I was a fan of Thomas Sabo because I had already the charm oh. thing. It's like Pandora. You can have your own charms, yes. but it's like a chain you can click stuff on. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get something from Thomas Sabo. But most of the stuff they had was crosses, like all religion-based oh. and watches or pendants that I already had. Uh-huh. And obviously the chain that I had. And I'm like, I've been looking at that cross necklace. And that cross um, bracelet. bracelet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be oh, so Muslim. I'm just going to tell him I want to have that because it looks nice. It has diamonds. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. Fashion. Not because I see cross as Jesus. Just fashion. Mm-hmm. He bought that. So six months later, I have it on. I pray to God. I have the Bible. I'm like, God, please give me a sign if I should read this Bible or not. I want to have a sign because I don't know what to do. I opened the first page and then it didn't start yet because after the first page, there's the white page with a cross on it. Uh The same second, my cross necklace breaks and falls (gasps) on top of the Bible. Yeah. Wait, just… It just… Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what. Yeah. And I was just, you know, when you frozen… Oh, goosebumps. Yeah. I was was scared, to be honest. I Mm. thought, my God is kind of telling me, what are you doing? don't do it. Yeah. And so I was frozen and scared, but I also couldn't scream because… 
like we Muslims also believe that there are a lot of bad spirits around. Uh And one of them specifically, they have like three letters. And I'm like, this spirit is here right now. And I don't want to turn around. I don't want to see their faces in case they want to show their faces. Like all those things you learn Uh when you're growing up, going on through my head. It felt like the longest, I don't even know how many minutes it was. I think it was just a minute or two. But the way I bolted out of that room... (laughs) screaming, crying because so scared. Because I felt a I felt a present in that room. Uh-huh. I know today that it was God, God. telling me, go for it. it. Correct. Mm. But I thought it's something bad because it was just, you know, when you watch horror movies yeah. and you like you hear something and you're like, what is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to love horror movies. I don't watch yeah. it anymore. I was screaming and Patty's like, what's going on? I'm, I couldn't even talk about it. I didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah, you want to let it out. Yes, yeah. I just wanted to cry and just wanted to soaking in that moment that God, whichever God it was, just answered me right now. Aww. It was just being like, God, please show me a sign. And the sign was there and you can't even deny it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I left it for probably a few days because I was still a little bit scared. And I called my girlfriend from back at home. I told her, she's like, that's a sign from God. She's like, you've been praying for the sign. You've been asking for the sign. He is real. And she always told me stuff like, Sophia, if you see a building, how did the building get there? I'm like, well, there was a builder. Mm. <laughs> She's like, yeah, right. If you see a drawing, if you go to a museum, art museum, she's like, how put it all there? I'm like, well, there's an artist obviously behind it. Mm. She's like, so you think you just got created because from where? Just out of nowhere, the air. I'm like, no, I think everything has a creation then because it started making sense that there's more. Uh-huh. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I asked him and universe. Who's the creator of the universe? The universe wasn't just there just to be there. Mm. And I'm like, okay, it's kind of making sense. Like I always believed in those things anyways, but I never looked as deep as in God could talk to me. Mm -hmm. He could actually, I could have a relationship with him. I never seen it as that because being Muslim, I never had a relationship with him. It was more one way. Mm. There was nothing coming back. It was more so um, that I manifested it myself by putting it into my head so desperately and it took a while and then kind of happened, whatever was happening. But it wasn't just like, God, give me a sign. And it's like, there you go, here, you sign. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful but so scary. That's so crazy. After a few days, I got back to it and I started reading. I did not understand nothing. And it was in German too. Oh. I'm like, why don't I understand what I'm reading? And I, after two minutes, I was getting so bored of what I'm reading because I don't understand. My brain was already thinking of my lunch and what am yeah. I going to do tonight. And as soon as the chapter was over, I'm like, what did I just read? Mm. So I called my girlfriend back at home again. I'm like, Christina, I don't understand what I'm reading. How do you understand? She started laughing. She's like, well, honey, you need the Holy Spirit. She's like, you can't understand it on your own understanding. The Holy Spirit needs to reveal to you what you're reading. It's the Trinity. Everything goes hand in hand. It's not a normal book you buy off the shelves, Mm -hmm. which has no life to it that you just read and understand and next book. And I'm like, it just didn't really make sense for a while. I'm like, oh, why is she asking me now to get baptized? And in my head, it was like, okay. So I went to a few baptisms. I'm like, am I going to book myself in when the little kids get baptized? But how am I going to fit in that little thing where they dunk them (laughs) in? (laughs) Like all those things go in your head. And then I ask a bit around. I'm like, okay, I can book myself in because most of them, if they get baptized, it's like Catholic. Mm-hmm. So you have to book yourself in. You have to pay. And I was really struggling with the payment way mm-hmm. because with Muslims, 
Had you been attending services prior to this? No, never. So you got… Still not. Still no services. I read the Bible but still no services. But you were already contemplating being baptized. Because I want to understand the Bible. Uh, So I'm like, I need the Holy Spirit but I can't get the Holy Spirit. Because you're not baptized. Correct. I need to be baptized to be cleansed from my sins, to be made holy so the Holy Spirit actually come and dwell inside of Mm -hmm. me and help me to… Correct. Yep. Which I still haven't understand till then. I'm just like, okay, this is just what they do. Let's just try to do it because mm-hmm. I'm actually… Each time when I was reading, I probably spoke for almost a year to my friend in Germany calling her so she needed to tell me in her own words what I've read so I understood. Mm-hmm. But not even then I understood. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it kind of makes sense but you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. I went to so many churches and I always felt off. I'd never fed into it, like fit into Fit, fit, fat, fit, whatever yeah. fit into <laughs> Yeah, fat fit. <laughs> fat into it, no fit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just always, yeah, tattoos. And I was dressing a bit different back then. Yeah. And I thought people shouldn't judge. So mm. I'm like, I could just go however I want without thinking like, hey, you're going into God's presence. Like you should be, you know. Respectful. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like in mini stuff, mm. but I was like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't appropriate, mm-hmm. I guess. And people were looking and I'm like, oh, are they judging? And then I was, I never felt a part of it. I never felt like this is my family. Yeah. This is my community. They would pray for me. So pretty quickly, I lost always in, um, attention to going. And there was one German guy and God was always bringing me back. He was always sending me, sorry, people into my life, which I'm like, because there was this German guy living close to where I live. What are the chances? And he was walking at this park where I used to walk my dog, mm-hmm. reading his Bible and going in circles. Mm-hmm. And when I used to walk with Paddy, because I could see that it's a different kind of Bible, but it looks like a Bible. And I was mm. so interested because I'm like, God, I want to have friends, German friends here in Australia that can speak German so we can talk about God and yeah. Bible and Jesus. Patty's like, he's sick. Patty's like, don't even talk to him. He seems a bit loopy, just going around circles <laughs> oh, and yeah. reading a book and not looking nowhere else. He seemed a bit not off to the world probably. Yeah. Because he was like also talking to himself and just walking. So he thought that he's a bit maybe sick. He's just Crazy. just le- yeah, yeah, just let him do his own thing. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to talk to him when you're not around in my <laughs> head. So next time when I went for a walk, thank you, Jesus, because I'm like, God, can I please see this guy again? I, at least I want to know what he's reading. Yeah. I go for a walk. This guy is there. I'm like, I'm like, hey, sorry. I'm like, what's your name? Yeah. And then he's like, Benny, what's yours? I straight away knew he's German. I'm like, why do you sound so German? He's like, oh, I'm from Switzerland. Uh, so he can speak yeah. German. But his accent, I could straight away tell. Really? I'm like, what are you reading? He's like, oh, it's the Bible. <gasps> and I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I wanted to have a friend. And he seemed like he knows a lot more because yeah. the way he's so dedicated to it. And he was an IT engineer and God called him to leave his job. He was making… Who knows how much? Yeah. Leave his job, go to Australia ministry and just, um, wow. yeah. So I'm like, wow, you left everything. He's like, yeah, I had a calling from God and my life was never as good as it is now. And I felt like I want to have that too. I want to have a calling from God. Yeah. I want to know what God has called me to do in this world. What is my purpose? What do you need me to do, God, on this earth? Who needs to hear me? Who needs to be friends with me? Who needs to have a touch and just get a feeling of, you know, a sense of purpose again and just strive for something. And then everything kind of happened one by one, one by one. I got baptized. 
I came out of that water and oh, it's so funny thinking back. I came out of that water and I got baptized at Freedom Center. Yeah, so this is the church that them. I correct. This okay. is the church where I found. Okay. And I felt like, oh, those people are like me. Is that the church Benny goes to? No, Benny's now back again in Switzerland because oh. they need more people to minister over there. So he left, but he's oh, still helping wow. me. So he's like, it just so many here in Australia, which is amazing. He's like, mm. but Switzerland doesn't have many and so many suicidal rates and whatnot. Mm. He's like, I feel like my calling is back there, which he was really upset about. But he's like, I seek God and I asked him for it. And he said, go back home. I need you there. Okay. Mm. So he left. And I'm like, well, I'm here. Benny, you can go. No. <laughs> <laughs> I found, who did I found? Natalie. Natalie is from Freedom Center. Okay. Oh, I'm getting excited. Am I too loud? So? <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Natalie got a tattoo at our tattoo studio. And it's so funny because Natalie, so my partner's um, tattoo studio, which he used to own, called Sin City. Mm-hmm. So no one from our church would probably go to a Sin City. <laughs> true, or regardless that's true. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. And then… Um, she, she just felt like because she got a phone call from another mate, which is also at the church, which was doing our videos. He was mm-hmm. living at the top. There was apartments on the top of the studio. She's like, oh, well, I'm just going to come. She came in and I was the one talking to people. It was an um, open day mm-hmm. with uh, flash tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hi there, what's your name? What would you like to get? And then she showed me a picture. She wants to get a cross and the cross says all little Jesus, Jesus, Jesus and like verses from the Bible scripture. And I'm like, oh, she's a believer and she's from here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I've got to ask her for baptism because the baptism is in my head. I'm like, God, I want to be baptized, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it just seems awkward being baptized like those little kids. And then who's going to be my godparents? What am I going to what wear? Church? Like it just, yeah. it just weird. So I left it to God and then she got her tattoo and um, I'm like, okay, I want to make a conversation. And I knew she's smoking. I'm like, should we have a smoke outside? Mm-hmm. So we went outside talking. And she's like, yeah, my church is doing because we just started straight away talking. I'm like, so you're a believer? Yep. I'm like, I want to be baptized. How did she got baptized? She's like, well, I was little, but my church is baptizing. I'm like, yeah, but most of the churches do. She's like, no, it's actually a big pool. Mm. It's for people mm. like you and me, not for babies. Mm. Not that babies yeah. couldn't, but yeah. I'm like, okay, that sounds like so. And one thing that was important to me, not that I care about Orthodox, Catholic, what I don't care. But I wanted to, I didn't want to have any nominations. I didn't want to be church and have all the cultural things attached to it and, you know, uh, money, paying, this, that. I just wanted to have a relationship with God and Jesus. So it had to be to me as original as possible. And she was newborn Christian. So I'm like, okay, this sounds, because Christina is newborn Christian, which sent me the Bible. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to be. I want to learn from God's word and only from God's word without people adding stuff onto it because this is just what they've been doing. And yeah, it was just, uh, I got baptized. I came out of that water. I'm like, I feel the same. It was weird because I thought it's going to be a change like, Mm. like in those movies. And I'm like, okay, why do I feel the same? I remember even going home, the drive home with Patty. I'm like, we arrived home and all of a sudden I had this urge. I'm like, I want to have a G-Wagon. Why don't I have my G-Wagon yet? We're going to go and get it. He's looking at me. He's like, your baptism didn't work. I'm going to tell the pastor to hold you longer under the water. Is Patty religious? Um, He believes in God and Jesus. Yeah. He doesn't really practice. Yeah. Uh He believes. He confesses with his mouth. But then when our things like even now, which was really cute because he actually fasted for two days. Well, he did it mostly for cleansing purposes, but also to support me because it is oh, easier nice. if we do it together. Mm. 
And he's coming to church Sundays, not every Sunday, but sometimes he's like, oh, I'm going to come today because I don't want to, it shouldn't be forced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes he says, yeah, I'm going to come, but I'm going to come for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, you're going there for God and for yourself. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with me. Don't ever come because you want to do me a favor because you don't. Mm -hmm. I'm there for God. I don't even know that you're there when I'm there because Mm -hmm. I just shut down and it just, my worship time. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't even matter if you come or not. So since he knows that, he chooses when he comes or not because I knew how I grew up and it was forcing and you don't love me if you don't do this and oh, wow. you don't love your God if you don't this and yada yada. So I didn't want to give him the feeling he has to do anything that I do mm-hmm. because I do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, crazy. So what was the difference? You said you went to a few churches and stuff. What mm-hmm. was the difference between the churches that you went mm-hmm. to and then the one that you've chosen now, which is the Freedom? Mm-hmm. So Freedom Centre, I feel like it is more to me so we worship, worship songs, we pray to God, you just yourself, which other churches, and it's loud, it's loud music, like people say it reminds them on America, Yeah, how like they Mosaic. do it. What is that? Oh, we've been to and Mosaic a, a few times in LA and it's very music yeah. Like we worship God yeah, yeah, and yeah. we yeah. just pray our hands are out there. We're not very dancing similar. on anything, yeah. but like really, I feel like that was so me. Instead of just sit there and listen to what he has to say in a microphone all the time with this voice. Yes. (laughs) And it's like you just don't feel nothing. Mm -hmm. And you have all those pictures that you get distracted with. And the Bible says clearly it shouldn't. So it was never matching. It was like, why don't those people do then what the Bible says? Mm -hmm. Why why do we pray through so many other things to God if God says, I want to have a relationship with you? Like I was always bringing it to the Bible being like, okay, this doesn't align in my eyes with what the Bible says, Mm -hmm. which this church did. Okay. It just um, it's just a room. Mm-hmm. What is it? Congress center. What do you call yeah, it? Like it's like, like a, a theater. Warehouse. There's nothing it's just else. Been set up. It's just it's okay. not about the place or the building. It's mm-hmm. the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and community. Having, yeah, yeah. It's the community, but it's actually the spirit of God within the hearts of men and women. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we all come together, there's just a powerful love and unity, and yeah, just the presence of God is welcome. So yeah. people are coming because it's all centered around. Jesus. It's okay. not about anything else. Yeah. I think from yeah. like coming from tells all about vibrations and mm-hmm. things like that. It's a community coming together. Oh yeah. And you're all vibrating on the same frequency. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, yep. everything's connected. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so and that's what I'm learning more about now is frequency mm. and things like that. And so it makes sense that the community and the connection and the belief. And- the belief and just knowing how high prayer and gratitude is as a frequency mm. and when you're all going to one place to pray and I think gratitude's like a mm-hmm. great foundation of religion. Yeah. I think that just elevates their frequency. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I was going to look up frequency before I came just because, you know, frequency, yeah. energy, mm. this, that. Pastor Sonia, just quickly, was frequency also created by God because everything is created by him? Because I'm curious, you probably guys not, but some people say, oh, I believe in the universe and energies, and yes, but I yeah. want to know where they actually then come from because you believe something yeah. that was there, but how did this come mm. even yeah. there in the first place? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The, Where you could go above those because it came from somewhere. Why don't you go straight to where it yeah. came from? I don't know. It the, just, this whole yeah. term of frequency, I, from a biblical point of view, there's a spiritual realm and there's a physical realm. Okay. So this table is physical. You can physically mm. touch it. But there's another higher realm, which is the unseen realm, the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. That's where God exists. That's where everything came from. And that's where every single one of us, we have an inner part. 
we have a spirit, mm-hmm. we have a soul. But unless you connect to God in your soul, your spirit doesn't really have life. Okay. So the frequency and even like, you know, you can walk into a room and someone will have just this incredible light about them. Mm. Um, well, that's what Jesus, he is the light. Mm-hmm. So anyone with him in their heart and their light carries that light mm-hmm. and actually has this incredible Aura. Beauty yeah, and yeah. it's it's not it's not actually human. It's mm-hmm. actually a spiritual thing. Okay. So I can connect. I might like yesterday. I met someone who's a really beautiful, beautiful Christian, and I connected with them straight away. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually lay down my life for that person. Mm-hmm. I'd lay down my life for anyone. But when you connect with someone you've never met before, and you, what is it that brings you together? What's brought us together is Jesus. Her hunger mm-hmm. for that spirit realm or that frequency mm-hmm. um, has actually brought her into a, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's there's lots of different aspects of that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the spiritual realm is more real than the physical. Mm-hmm. So is your church not Christian? Yes, yes, no, yeah. no. It's okay. absolutely very similar to Moe's yep. Mosaic. Yeah. Um, it's a Christian, it's an independent church. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, operating, our particular church started 50 years ago, but we are a Bible-based Christian, very, very strong, mm. completely Bible-based church. So it's it's not around a religious denomination, mm. um, but we would, I guess, put ourselves under, uh, we, we do have an association and everything that we're under. But it's a Christian church. Mm-hmm. Like the early church, after Christ rose from the dead, he came back and the Holy Spirit came down on earth for the first time and established the church. There's one church. There's one church and it's that church mm. that, you know, it's all about Jesus. Mm. It's mm-hmm. not about a group of people. Mm-hmm. We call ourselves Freedom Centre because we have a, have, have a name, mm-hmm. but it's a Christian church. Mm. Okay. You mentioned before laying down your life of like someone you met and it made me think being practicing Christians mm. are you scared of death or you have a belief that that's so beautiful question no Sarah. actually no and yeah, I, I lived my life in fear of death like I had anxiety and panic from a young age mm. the fear of death just gripped my life mm. um, and so much so that I actually I didn't function properly as a mm-hmm. as a human because I was just always obsessed. Someone's going to die. Mm. What's going to happen if my mum dies? My dad? My life? I had terrible fear, and the moment I got baptized, the fear of death left me, mm. and I had like this incredible um, peace. I actually did feel I felt God come into my heart and just like pull out a All black darkness mm. that was in me, and from that moment on. I never felt afraid to die and I, wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's Same. like a baby coming out. Our life on earth is like we're incubated in the natural and the natural is tainted with with death and disease and sin. We were never created for that. Mm. We were created to be holy, to live in the beauty of love and peace and joy mm-hmm. and you see the world's effect Sin has affected the world. Yep. Yeah. People are born in, like we're all created in the image of God. Mm. He's the master designer. He knows every cell in our body. He keeps us alive. He keeps our heartbeat going. But we're all born to do good and be good, but we don't Yeah. Mm-hmm. because of sin. Mm-hmm. And so we have to let go of that and make a decision. Yeah. And that's where Jesus came. That's what it's all about. Mm. He came to destroy sin. 
to put an end to it. Do you believe we go somewhere else, like our spirits or? Yeah. 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 I'll share what the Bible says. The Bible says that the moment that we die, our spirit leaves our body and Mm. we are instantly in the presence or before God. Yeah. And we either stand before him um, to be judged Mm -hmm. or to enter into Mm -hmm. um, our home that he's prepared for us. Do Christians believe in reincarnation? No. No. Reincarnation is um, it's it's something that has sort of it's a big it's a big thing. Yeah. But reincarnation, that actual word, mm. no, we won't be recreated into another being. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the Bible talks about that life, you know, the universe and the galaxies, which we don't even understand. Uh-huh. There will be life. There will be more. There will After. be yes, yeah. Uh-huh. There, mm. There's there's got well, none of us know exactly the what, details, yeah. but there's definitely going to be life and kingdoms and worlds and, you know, things. So how you live life now, this is like a dress rehearsal Mm. for the main event. And Jesus said if you're faithful now, if you live faithfully, like, for example, what we've been given, the gifts, the talents, if we live as faithful as we can, uh, loving God, Mm. loving Jesus, and we are trusted with what we've got and use it, then we'll be able to be trusted with much later. Mm-hmm. How did you find your way to the church? Was um, something happen? Yeah, I had a very dramatic, very different story. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of um, brokenness as a child mm-hmm. and um, then went into my teen years very disappointed and angry. Mm-hmm. My parents split up and I just took a shift in my whole course and just went down the dark road and mm-hmm just really just abused myself and um, got involved in all sorts of sort of immoral lifestyle, really bad, and then gave myself to drugs and, yeah, just didn't care anymore Mm -hmm. about anything. I was just angry and hurting. Mm -hmm. And then I started having demonic experiences, and I don't know if anyone listening has ever heard of that, but I started having hallucinations. I I felt like I was being uh, harassed and darkness was always around me. And fear just gripped me, like I was just living in an absolute torment. And then I had been raised with um, a Catholic faith, but I'd never practised anything. Mm -hmm. But I knew one prayer, the Our Father prayer, Mm -hmm. Our Father who art in Mm -hmm. heaven, hallowed be thy name. And it just sort of came up out of nowhere and I started praying this prayer. And then I said in my heart, I honestly prayed, weeping, and I said, God, if you are real, I want to know you. Mm -hmm. If you're real, show me who you are. Show me. And I honestly don't want to live like this. Mm-hmm. If you show me who I am, I'll give my life to you. Mm. I'll serve you. And within three days, I um, met up with a friend who I hadn't seen for six months. And she, I said to her, I don't know what's happening to me. I feel like I'm losing my mind. And she said, you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I said, I do. I said, how do I get this Jesus? I know about Jesus, but what do you mean? And she said, come with me to a a life group. So I went to a Bible study. It was in a home. There was about 150 people packed into this house. As soon as I walked in, I had two big things. One was this terrible fear Mm -hmm. gripped me. And then as I sort of kept walking into the room and I looked at these people, I just felt this love. 
Like safety or like, safety yeah. love. I, I, and they were singing and they were weird, but mm-hmm. they were they were all nice looking yeah. and they looked like normal people. Yeah, but they were singing about Jesus and I'm listening and I'm thinking, what on earth is this? Yeah. Um, but I was really overcome with with the the joy and the love in the room. And then um, someone began reading the Bible, a story in the Bible, and and as I was hearing the Bible, I'd never heard the Bible like this. It just sort of went into my spirit. It went into my heart. Yeah, wow. And so someone gave me a Bible that night and I went home the next day. I stood on uh, on my heater actually in my room and I opened up the Bible to a verse and it said, you did not choose me, but I have chosen you. Oh. And I've chosen you to bear good fruit. Mm-hmm. And I just shut the Bible and I thought, oh, what was that, you mm-hmm. know, and then I opened it again started reading and it again started speaking to me. So I just started to pursue. I started reading the Bible and started to pursue Mm -hmm. this this whole spiritual road. And after three months, because I had a whole lifestyle, I was in a business and I had a relationship with a guy that I wanted to marry and I was crazy about him and um, he was not on board with where I, I was heading. And so I had to make some decisions, you know, Am I going to pursue my relationship with Jesus and lose my relationship with this guy? And and, um, so I made that choice and it was really, really hard. Mm. So then I decided, well, I'm I'm on this road and I want Jesus more than anything else. Mm. I really want to get to know God. I went to Bible college and that's where I met my husband and I heard this man praying and when I heard him pray, I thought, I want to know God like this yeah. because I could sense he had authority and he had love and he had peace and uh, we ended up getting married two years later. Oh, wow. But I got baptised and I was taking drugs every day. When you got baptised? Before I was, oh. yeah, before I was a Christian, I was basically taking a lot of drugs, mm-hmm. drinking every day, just trying to numb out yeah. my reality, yeah. just trying to just get through the day. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sort of the personality that I'm all in. Mm. So I went all in with Jesus. Mm. I got baptized. I come up, I came up out of that water and I never touched drugs again. Wow. I just didn't need it anymore. I knew that I could say no to anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what baptism is about. Because Jesus was baptized as a man and he did it. Because in that act of baptism, you are actually putting to death your sin nature. Mm. And that's what happened to me. It was like all the chains that had been controlling me were cut off in that moment. And I didn't even understand what it was. I was actually terrified mm. as I was going in the water because I knew I was making a commitment to God here and I wasn't going to play with that. But I came up out of that water and I felt clean. Mm. And there's no way I can even describe to you what that felt like. Mm. All the shame of my life, yeah. all that had been done to me, all that I'd ever done, it was like it was taken off me. Yeah. And now I felt like I felt like a virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like I was clean. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm I just want to be in love with God. And that's where my journey took me and yeah, I ended up just giving my whole life. I walked away mm-hmm. from my business. I walked away from all of the the ways that were sort of uh basically sucking the life mm-hmm. out of me. And I just felt like God was just pouring into mm-hmm. me this amazing life. And the more I studied, I've, I mean, I've studied the Bible for over 35 years and I'm still just scratching the surface. Mm. 
And But everything in the Bible and everything about this world comes back down to the person of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And whatever walk, whatever path we're on, if I could just, you know, encourage anyone that's listening, what's happened to Sophia, she had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Mm. People were praying for her. That lady that started to sow those little seeds of faith, she was praying for you and everything is connected. Mm. So when we talk about frequency, uh, we talk in terms of Holy Spirit. Yep. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. they, yeah. 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 Holy Spirit frequency. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And that for me who and tell who we aren't practising any religion but we are very – we're curious. We believe in the universe. We practice kundalini where you send out prayers to someone and things like mm-hmm. things like that. We're connected to something. We're connected. Or someone, There's a but connection. I don't know. Yeah. But and that's sitting here and listening to you, Pastor. Was just, I was like, huh? To me, it's like how everyone says the universe is within you and you create your reality. It's like your your belief is that Jesus guides you, and through my interpretation, it's like. Is he leading you just to, like, the inner voice in you, you say is Jesus, but we might say to us it's the universe. Mm. Like, But I have a question quickly just because I mm. want to know, what do you describe as universe? Like do you believe that someone created the universe or universe is just what's out there? I probably don't think of it as okay. that deep. Mm. But, okay. like, I believe, I believe there's a God, there's something, someone, something. but mm. I, I don't necessarily know. Yep. If it's gone, mm, do you okay. know what I mean? Like yes, I definitely absolutely. believe in something and mm. I'm, I'm curious and that's why I've gone to, I mean, I went to a Catholic school, but like I'm curious mm-hmm. and we go to church in LA sometimes because I do believe there is something. something. Yes, okay, I just, beautiful. I'm not sure yeah. okay. what it is. I haven't got a sign or something yeah. like that. Yes. But, yeah, that's but kind of what Sarah's. I believe we're all connected. Like yes, I'm mm-hmm. Italian. I got someone to take the malocchio off mm. me the other day because I was like, ah. I was like, been having a bit of bad luck. I bet you someone's been putting yeah. bad frequency mm. on me, so I'm going to get that taken off. Yeah. So it's just like I call it bad juju. I'm yeah. like, okay. okay. Yeah, like, and that's and that's what I grew up with that too. Yeah. And, you know, someone did a malocchio on yeah. our family. I'm Italian. Yeah. And my mother and they did malocchio to actually destroy our family mm. and they nearly did. My sister and I and my mum were involved in a near-death car accident. So I know a few times God has spared my mm. life and saved mm. my life. Yeah. But, you know, the um, when we talk about having faith in God, like the reality is that every single one of us was created and made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. And even though we might not understand what that means, mm. yeah. just like a little child, I can I'll just explain like this, like God, I believe, and this is what the Bible says too, that, God made us and he made us to love us, Mm. to adore us. Mm. We look and worry about what we have to do to to find ourselves in Mm. the universe or find peace, but we were made to worship. Mm. That's why you're so willing and open and searching for that spiritual realm because Mm. there's a spiritual desire Mm. within you, but Mm. that came from God. Mm. And when you connect with Jesus, it's like, boom, it all opens up. Mm. That's how I can describe yeah. it. But imagine you're going to have your baby mm-hmm. and your baby, every cell in that baby, every part of that DNA has been specifically designed as nobody else who's ever existed. So who made that? 
and and that's the beauty I of it. But you can imagine, and from my yeah. pers- perspective, God makes a little baby. God makes that little baby so that He can love that child, mm-hmm. adore that child, and that child. The first thing He wants to do when that baby comes out is to kiss that baby. Mm-hmm. I've got nine grandkids, so oh, wow. I know yeah. how much you can love. You can love so deeply. Uh-huh. You could love like so crazy, and that's how God wants to love us. Yeah. And that's why Jesus, He is love mm. incarnate, mm-hmm. God becoming human flesh and bang, world, I will show you who God is and look at His life and you will see love. Yeah. And when you have your baby, you're going you're gonna to want to kiss that baby, you're going to want to adore it and that's what God wants to do with us. Mm-hmm. And as much as life is about, you know, we don't understand everything but we all want love. So we all need it. Mm. We all want to belong. That is the universal need. Mm-hmm. And if you've read any of Brene Brown's mm-hmm. books, you know, what's the worst thing in life? Shame. Mm. Shame is destructive. That's why people become addicts. That's why things are really bad mm. because of shame. And shame is the result of sin. Mm. And the moment you get rid of that shame, and that's what Jesus came to do, he came to get rid of shame, mm. guilt. And said, stop trying to do it. You don't need to do anything to be right with God. Mm. All you need to do is accept me. He makes us right with God. He makes us right and acceptable. Nothing else. Mm. No amount of anything else. Someone who's listening who, and we probably spoke about it two weeks ago, Brene Brown talks about the difference between guilt and shame and Mm. guilt is I did something wrong where shame is I I am am wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're talking about. And yeah, it, it takes a lot of work for someone, whether it's mm-hmm. faith or therapy or whatever avenue they choose to rid that shame yeah. off themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to go back to the 21-day okay. plan. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. So can you just give us a rundown exactly? I know you briefly explained before why you're doing it, but why people like from the mm-hmm. church point yes. of view why? Like, okay. Well, fasting's a, it's a practice that many cultures, yeah. you know, put in place. Um, fasting in the Bible is about purification. Mm-hmm. But Jesus spoke about, he said there's three things. There's three things that are important. Mm-hmm. One is giving. Yep. The other one is praying. Mm-hmm. And the third one is fasting. He said mm-hmm. when you pray, when you give, when you pray and when you fast, do it in secret. And the Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And fasting is not about earning anything with God. What fasting does in our life is that it enables us to tune in. It enables, if I deprive myself of a pleasure, like fasting can be uh, abstaining of food. It can be a a soul fast can be something that you're dependent on, that you say, I'm not going to go to the gym, I'm not going to drink coffee, I'm not going to engage with social media. Mm -hmm. And in replacement of that, I'm going to focus on praying. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going to lift my hands and I'm going to pray and I'm going to talk to God. I'm going to pray for my family. I'm going to pray for my city. I'm going to pray for my world. When you set aside something and sacrifice or deny your flesh and then pray, you tap into this incredible um, tune, 
I guess you tune, your spiritual senses are, are tuned in mm. to hear God, you hear God. Mm. Now there's other ways to hear God too, silence and solitude, practising that, just being still and just sh- learning how to shut down all the voices and mm. all the chaos in our head. Um, and there's lots of practices. Yeah. But so, praying and fasting is one really powerful okay, way to do that. So I've just got a question mm. because I'm like, I know you guys do it, but I didn't realise that you guys actually fast. I thought it was kind of more Muslim Ramadan kind of thing. They do the, differently. Okay, mm. then what's the difference between at Easter not eating? Do you call it Lent? Lent. What's the difference? Because is that is that far? That's taking away something. Yes. So it's like a sacrifice. Okay, yes. So what's so, the difference? Uh, so Lent is actually purification of your okay. soul. So. From um, the Catholic faith teaches Lent as an abstaining of food and you go through a number of days of sort of uh, a ritual of praying. Okay. I don't practice that. I don't practice okay. any rituals mm-hmm. um, for myself because uh, that's something that the church has sort of put in place. But Lent, practising Lent, the true Lent, is to actually um, deny your selfishness and to just pray and have silence and just spend time hearing God. Mm-hmm. And so that involves not eating certain foods. Mm-hmm. The Catholic Lent, yeah, you don't eat certain foods and you certainly don't eat um, any meats Meat. or pleasurable foods mm-hmm. and things okay. like that. When you say um, confinement or solitude, whatever you're talking to hear from God, do you mm. call that man- um, meditation? It's like meditation. Yeah, yeah it, what, is medita- yeah. it is meditation. It is meditation. Meditation is actually biblical. Okay. okay. And it's actually also um, there's different meditations, but one that I've just recently the last couple of years begun is that I will sit quietly and it's really hard to do. It took mm. me a lot, of, mm. you know, a lot to really practice this, to just mm. actually stop and mm. sit, you know, sit mm. quietly and just sit and rest and relax my body and find the tension and just let it go mm. and stop all the things I have to do and the mm. rush and the pressure and actually just be still. That's the silence. Mm. And then in the solitude, just be and just delight and enjoy God. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to pray. I don't have to even say anything. I just be in his presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just enjoy being with him and then from there open up the Bible and read a passage mm-hmm. and then see what is this passage saying to me, what is my heart connecting with in these words? Mm-hmm. Maybe highlight one word, Holy Spirit. And I read the Bible like I'm reading it for the first time. When I open it up, it's sacred. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in that still and quiet and solitude place, I can hear it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter, I, I promise you, it doesn't matter um, what I open to, it's going to speak to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what 90% yeah. of the time when God speaks to me is through the, through the Bible. Bible yeah. yeah. So, Sophia, you're obviously, how many days are you into this fast? So I did the it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then it was so hot. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. So I broke it. Just uh-huh. water? Just water. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've never done it before. So yeah. it's like, well, when I was Muslim, we do fasting, but... You fast the whole day and you then at the still, evening yeah. you can correct. Yeah. Each day you still get your yeah. food and your drink, mm-hmm. which was this time fasting you get water, which is fine. Mm. But if you have everyone around you that's eating, plus after the three days, we had Patty's birthday dinner and it was planned ages ago and I knew Patty's going to get a bit shitty because he will be like, I totally understand, but mm. that's not a must. 
like God is not saying to you, you have to, mm-hmm. it's something for you. I don't think he will be upset with you because we organized this with those people. They're going to take us out and you're just going to sit there and not eat. Yeah. And I thought, okay, whatever. And I didn't felt like God is upset with me, but it was again, a stage of learning. Hey, God is like, my God now is actually not upset with me because he has no rules around that. Uh-huh. You're only good enough if you fast or you're only a good Christian if you fast for 21 days because you can fast from anything. Uh-huh. So me, like Pastor Sonia said, there is no like only food. But I wanted to do what Jesus was doing. So mm-hmm. we started again on Monday. Mm-hmm. So since Monday. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's now Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's stages of it. It's very hard to do it a water fast. Yeah, so seven days, I think yeah. it's – I want to do seven days to see how I go seven days. And I want to do it how Jesus was doing it because it's exciting for me to be like, hey, he was doing that as well. This is so cool. Yeah, and you have to be talking. careful too with fast. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, don't jump into a fast without no. understanding because if you've got – I had anorexia mm-hmm. as a teenager, so I can't go off food yeah. completely. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I just can't do yeah. it. And I, I've made that promise. I'm not going to live mm-hmm. my life like that. Yep. But for me, it's a, a partial fast. Mm-hmm. So I lose weight very easily mm-hmm. and – um. It's not healthy to just drop, mm, yeah, yeah, because your yeah, hormones. At my age, well, once like you, I was sitting there and dizzy, I couldn't even get up. So I must say, it's actually not just. Ah, yeah, and you can't yeah. function. And if you're about to have a normal lifestyle and you're working and you're, you've got to just pace yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're going to fast, just water and mm-hmm. go forty days, because I know people that do that. Forty days. Yes. yes. Wow. Forty oh. days, just water. Um, it's an incredible, like. The things that happened, the people that I know and my own family that have done that have had. It's such a healing modality for, I think, people in every religion, Mm. like a cleansing thing for religion but such a healing modality within people. Yeah. How did you find, say, going to Tally's baby shower, sitting down with a Mm -hmm. big group of girls you've never met in your life Mm -hmm. and you're like, guys, I'm not eating? Mm -hmm. How did, were you, do you think, I, I think we've got a great bunch of girlfriends mm. who would have just lent in with curiosity and be like, oh, why? Like They actually thought it's for my wedding. <laughs> I thought it was for your wedding too. Oh, yes. yes. That's so, why they, mm. the girls were telling me, and I was going to say that before, is when the girls were like, oh, she's doing a fast. I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't even know. I feel bad. Mm. Like I, I felt mm-hmm. bad. And then I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe it's for the wedding because I know she's getting married in like two weeks. And that's why I thought you were doing it. So but that's interesting. did you fear their opinions or judgments or nothing? Since finding God, yeah. I don't care about nothing and no one in that sense. I yeah. care about everyone, but what they think, what they're going to say because my rewards are coming from above that no one can stop. Mm. Ah, so no one can take in that between. a little bit about the no drinking thing. <laughs> what just, ah. Sarah's mm. not drinking at the moment. And Good. She yep. was a bit, some people say like, oh, why aren't you drinking? Like just mm-hmm. drink. And it's mm. like, I mean, like, you've gone and past with it now. temptation. They're like, just have one. Just yeah, have like, why, one. why do you not need to drink? And Sarah's doing it more for a discipline thing. Yeah. Like, she wants yeah. to know just because. But then oh. do you feel bad saying, no, I'm just not going to drink. Thank you. No, I don't feel bad, but I'm like, why do they have to keep going on? Yeah. Oh, but okay. my and then the I love funny- when people ask me because then I can talk about it. Then I can yeah. share the gospel. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I just say I'm doing it for my own uh-huh. self. Like I want to be proud of myself that I stuck to something mm. and I did it. And I'm actually learning a lot about myself and others mm-hmm. when I don't drink. I'm like, mm. okay, if or like when I do drink, why will I drink? Will it be because of peer pressure? Mm-hmm, will it be because mm-hmm. I feel like I need to relax? Mm-hmm. It's just a curiosity within mm. myself. I'm like, huh, let's see. Oh, my let's God, see I just what had a do. thought. 
This is so off topic. Go. Sarah's got a date on Saturday night at a wine bar. <gasps> I, I didn't even think of that. I know. It's a wine bar, yes. so you will have to drink. Oh, my God. I'm nah. like, no, 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 no. I told her. I was like, you just have to straight up say to the guy, like, I'm not drinking for 75 days or whatever it is. And yeah. they just have to deal with it. I think it's a good – I think it's it like is. as a – if I was a male and someone said that to me, I would find that attractive because mm-hmm. I'd be like, she's head I strong. hope he's not watching this. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, that was so off topic. I just we have to cut this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So off no, topic. No, but it's, it's, it's really interesting because I know sometimes mm. Tal and I can be both in our heads so much, mm. but like you just don't give the a The excitement f- of hearing from God, yeah. I can't even explain to you because since I got God, I'm yeah. telling you right now that I have not done nothing besides one hour my Bible reading in the morning, chilling, worshipping, mm. doing great stuff, and God just sends me those things. Yeah. yeah. Even now a brand that I that I always looked up to when I used to do my clothing, they reached out to me randomly wanting to work with me. Mm. They are massive compared to what I am. And usually we make ourselves smaller in our own brands yeah. and we compare ourselves to other things. This could have been only from God because I was praying for it specifically. And when it happened, I was crying the whole day. The first thing Mm. was I called Pastor Sonia. I'm like, what is happening? Like the joy and the confusion and not even knowing how to tell anyone even about it without, not that I care that I sound crazy, but they wouldn't even understand where I'm coming from because it's supernatural what I'm experiencing. Tali, our our, uh, collaboration Mm. just happened. I wasn't, it to me, I know that it just happened. I was praying for it, praying for the right people, right person, and God brought me Tully. Mm. Tully brought me someone else. Mm. Tully made all those big, beautiful things happen without me needing to cry over it and mm. bust my bum off, mm. depression, sweating, losing sleep. No, everything happened so beautifully. You have faith that will happen. Correct, yeah. organically. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, no, it's happening. It's yeah. Happening. It's happening. Like sometimes stuff like that happens to Sarah and I and I'm like, how did that happen? I'm like, I know how it happened. Like, but you're just, big on manifestation. Yeah, I'm big on manifestation and like being positive mm-hmm. and stuff. And yep. I, a lot of what you guys are saying, I'm like, I can see it to my like in myself. Mm-hmm. But you just yet, practice differently. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what my God is or whatever. But I think when stuff like that happens, I'm like, I know why that happens. Mm. Like, mm. so that's the same as you. It's like things yes. happen, you're like, I know why that happens. It's God. Yes, yeah. yes, straight away yeah. because I know the conversations I had with him. Mm. I'm like, I've been praying for two days and I'm doing my ironing and I mm. get this email, mm. random. And I'm like, God, I didn't even apply for it. Mm. Yeah. People would apply for it and do everything in their own power to make things happen. Mm. I just do my ironing, listen to <laughs> worship song, gratitude, yeah. and bang, email. And you just look at that email and that feeling I can't even describe to you. Yeah. Just that feeling of it's God cool. talking yeah, to you yeah. so directly. Yeah. Because of your obedience, you surrendering, you worshipping him, for everything being just so thankful. Yes, believing in faith, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and it's available for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at now. I'm like, God, how can I make this available for everyone? I mean, you made it available, but what can I do with my gifts just to be like, you can have the same. Mm -hmm. It is not specific just for me, just for her, just for this, just for Mm -hmm. that. It's for everyone. Why wouldn't you just want to enjoy your life? Not stress about nothing, no bills, no nothing because God says clearly I'm going to meet them all. Mm. All your needs are going to be mm. met. You're not going to go without any bread, any – what are we stressing about? Yeah. Mm. If And like Sarah, if people that are listening and like a lot of our listeners and stuff, I presume there's a lot of people that don't believe or whatever. Absolutely, yes. Just 
like, but what would you, loved. what would your advice? Cause listening to that, like we know Sophia is a business owner, mm-hmm. we're business owners. We believe in like manifestation. We talk about that all the time. If anyone's listening, how would you explain it to them that like, just be, like, just be positive, believe, mm-hmm. Do be think, tuned into something. Yeah. Like I'm not saying go for only God. Like you don't have else. to believe in God, but like how would you explain it to listeners to just like have faith that good things are going to happen to you and it's okay? I think they're standing in their own way. Okay. I think their thoughts and their beliefs that they're not worthy or they're not good enough mm-hmm. are probably blocking them. Mm-hmm. Like how you say people get blocked from things so they have to release that blockage and then have faith that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. It's like if you don't have a specific God mm-hmm. or whatever, I think mm-hmm. you just have to have faith that yep. everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And we say that all the time. You can't see it yet, but. Yeah. No. Yep. But if there's people that are watching that are similar to you or to you, which they know there's more, mm-hmm. they don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and they want to know, I would highly suggest just in your own time. No one even needs to know about it. Mm-hmm. It's just you and God. You don't even have to tell no one, which mm-hmm. means who cares if you do it or not. Yeah. No one knows. Just ask God to reveal himself. Okay. God, I don't know if you dare. I don't know if you're real or not. I know there is something. I'm just going to say, God, please show yourself to me and trust me, he's not going to not show himself. Mm-hmm. So if there's someone that is a bit more advanced as yeah. in, I want to know more because it feels like there is more to mm-hmm. it. Please go for it because this is exactly how I did it as well. And it just happened instant. I didn't think it's going to be. Even if it doesn't happen instant, God hears. In, in my world, I say let's try and play with the universe. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. But you have to call specifically to someone. Yeah. Like if I want to talk to you, I'm not just going to be saying, oh, a blonde girl, please give me something. Yeah. yeah. If I want to have it from mm-hmm. Tully. Even if you don't believe there's yeah. God, test him. Just ask. God, can you bring me a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Saturday you have already. Yeah, Saturday you yes. never know. I feel like we could keep talking on and Absolutely. on. Come to church. Yeah, come to my church. There's some single, good-looking men. Thank you, guys. Yes. Yeah, I feel so beautiful. Come to Freedom come. Center. Just to experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I like I said, I enjoy going to church because I find I leave feeling empowered. And yeah, that's right. I believe for whatever, but like I said, I don't know what yeah, I absolutely. believe in. But yeah. We go to Mosaic. It's we treat it as like a Sunday TED talk. Yeah, I just find the pastors are always. Like I, you always sit there, and yes, they're referring to the Bible and mm-hmm. like some things like that. But then I'm like, oh my god, that makes sense. He's talking to me. Yes. Or I'm like, oh my god, Same. Sarah. Like I'm nudging Sarah. I'm like, oh my god, they're talking to you. That was like for you. But the, how they and I don't know how your church does this on you, but they say take a verse, but then completely just don't it's a life lesson kind of. They don't mm. really. They I don't want to say rarely refer to Jesus and that, but. They take it into a life lesson Correct. where yeah, you same. can apply it to your mm-hmm. life. Like one of my most memorable ones is something like if you want something, you you have to let put it on the ship and let the ship go out and sail. Mm. And mm-hmm. if you don't put that your what you want out there, it, mm-hmm. it's not never going to come to mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was. It's just interesting how they put it in mm-hmm. different. Yeah, so probably the, I understood more yeah. with Freedom Center because the real life is connected to the teaching. Exactly. Obviously, yeah. it's based on Jesus. Yeah, but it's not just talking. It we need to understand, yeah. so it needs to refer to it's the real life like as well. Yeah. And it's a bit like a doctor. If you want to train a doctor or someone wants to be a doctor, they're not going to learn the deep, deep, deep things straight up. Yeah, mm. they've got to start with the basics. Mm, understand. Exactly. So uh, some churches will have a very sort of low key mm. um, introduction to Christ and to the things of Christianity. But then, as you 
want to grow and you want to learn. Like Sophia, she decided she wanted to go to Bible college. She wanted to learn. I did the same. Um, that's where you'll start to really understand the Bible and see just the awesome, yeah. you know, yeah. teaching in there and, and where it comes from. But yeah. the gospel, mm. which is the Christian term, is just basically the simple fact that God sent his son Christ into the world to save the world from sin, huh. gave his life mm. and rose from the dead yeah. with power to give that life to yeah. us. That's the gospel. Crazy. That's Thank it. you yeah. both so much Thank for coming so much. on. Absolute Thank pleasure. You. I like so this I opening. It. It's probably been one of our most curious chats. Absolutely. It's like mm. I find it so yeah. interesting. Because if you don't practice it and if you don't know, yeah. Yeah. and it's out there, it's not like something just starting. Christianity mm. has been always. Yeah. So it's like it's actually great. And, yeah. again, we love everyone. Like yeah. this conversation, I hope, you know, when people watch it, be like open to it just mm. to listen. Yeah. Mm. And I think we both have a background, like your fam- like Italian family mm. and like I went to school and studied, but like I'm not, mm. like mm. I'm still so curious yes. and not at all fully educated. But, but the curiosity comes also from somewhere. So I'm going to pray for yeah. you guys. This is what I want to do <laughs> yeah. in my own time because I feel like the curiosity is there for something and that way will lead you into prosperity. Yeah, I'm not searching you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I was searching. Yeah. That's the difference. Mm. That when yeah. you really when you find mm. Jesus, you don't you don't yeah. you don't need to search anymore. Mm. Well, you can't choose. Yeah. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much Thank for coming. You. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings. But not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tully Lou or if you've shopped at Tully Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code, and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 